Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 42, I Love Misery. Ha ha, y'all want to know what that is, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It ain't nothing nice. I know. <laughs> y'all, this this one right here may, uh, y'all may hear Dr. Jones Hines get a little rowdy because infidelity is like, I can't stand lies, cheaters, and manipulators. <laughs> y'all hear that new, new last name? Y'all, y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all heard it? We're going to work on it. We're going to call a lot of names. It's probably not hers because we forgetful. Yes. Yeah. yeah I might have to go to like Dr. J.H. or something because my brain's going to be like. That's okay. That's all right. I got to get used to it myself. Okay. So y'all know y'all wondering what this session is about. And it's basically about infidelity. And we all know what it is. It's cheating, being unfaithful to your spouse or significant other. And yeah we just we just getting ready to get mm-hmm. into this can i put a clarifier <laughs> yes there? so when we say cheating or infidelity what we mean is not abiding by the rules regulations protocol systems that y'all have set up <laughs> in y'all's relationship you're not abiding by the contract yeah we're not mm. saying nothing traditional or non-traditional it's just whatever is in y'all's relationship Mm-hmm. Yes, I like that. I can't do it. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, please remember that each person defines their own, you know, type, what that means. And mm-hmm. y'all have to come to an agreement based off y'all's relationship on what that is. Negotiate. Yeah. Go back and listen to, uh, you know, whatever session number that is about negotiating in a yes. relationship. Yeah. If you don't remember. Mm-hmm. And please don't take this as us judging you in your relationship whatever you like and want for your relationship that is completely up to you <laughs> yeah you and them yes mm-hmm. or her or him <laughs> mm-hmm. yep this is just informational purposes so let's jump into it guys all right one of the things that people tend to want to do is when when infidelity is introduced into the relationship is want they want to know why mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Off top, top, they want to know why. And the thing about it is, I understand you want to know why, because you want to know what the reason was. What is it you? Was it them? What they going to say? Like, you just want to know something. Mm -hmm. And I really, we, we really do need to tell you all, and I hate to bust the bubble, but I'm just going to say it. Why does not relieve the pain? Mm -hmm. It's it's not Mm going to give you the answer that you want because why is going to follow up with another why and why is going to why why is going to follow up with a why 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's a way to place blame you know um 
not accept ownership or accept ownership or whatever it is, but it's not going to change the fact that somebody or both parties or however many parties have stepped outside the contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're in breach. <laughs> yeah. So when I talk with my clients that have had infidelity within their relationships, we, I usually break it down between three people. Mm-hmm. So you have, um, which this came from a book that I read um, several years ago called Not Just Friends. Mm-hmm. And they say that there's an affair partner. So that is the person that is the extra individual um, being added. You have a betrayal partner, which is the one that stepped outside of the uh, relationship. And then you have an involved partner. So that's the person that has been cheated on. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, if we maybe kind of use some terms like that so that when we're talking we know who is who okay you know maybe that so might help give us our, a three again mm-hmm. so a fair partner is the person that is added into mm-hmm. the relationship the betrayal partner is the one that's cheating mm-hmm. and then the involved partner is the one that was cheated on okay yeah okay so that might you know so we don't confuse them yeah yeah don't confuse people i got gotcha. you so, Dr. Wall, do you want to start with your, with your list? Do you want me to start with mine? I can start. Okay. So, we wanted to first kick it off with the areas of infidelity. Because once we were doing our research and trying to get everybody together and on the same page, we realized that it's a difference between the areas of infidelity and then the types of infidelity or the types of affair. So, we're going to jump into that. So, the first area that we kind of c- came across was emotional And so emotional affair, and this kind of goes across the board for all of the the areas is anytime you have allowed someone that is not your significant other or others to be put into the position that is theirs. Mm -hmm. So if you kind of just keep that in your mind, it'll kind of help you. So this area is going to be emotional. So that is the emotions that you are giving out to somebody. You are, you know, sharing intimate details of your life with that person, Mm -hmm. how you feel about things. These are the people that you lean on. You have like misplaced this friend or other or Mm -hmm. coworker or whatever. You're investing Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. You're investing energy. You're connecting with them in a way that should not be connecting because you are not free to connect (laughs) (laughs) the contract whatever's in y'all's outside the rules of engagement Mm -hmm. and so i have a question for you ladies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i used to so of course you know i'm so i'm i dr jones hines is against cheating affairs (laughs) infidelity all of that so i used to think about when affairs happen like is it worst worse mm-mm. is it worse when a man have a sexual affair or an emotional affair and same thing for a woman i mean i know both of them are bad but i'm just saying mm-hmm. i think if we go with a stereotypical kind of very um traditional gender response that uh emotional affairs um affect women you know let me say um or female leaning individuals um deep more deeply um because that's one of the first things that you hear do you love her you know that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff um because there's been um like a status breach Mm -hmm. uh, and it's easier to separate out a sexual affair because there's no real investment in that relationship you haven't 
you know, connected with them. You haven't bonded with that person. So there's no, like it seems as if it's easier for, you know, the betrayal person to let them go. Again, stereotypically, I think men deal with sexual affairs much harder than emotional affairs. I think Mm -hmm. they still have a difficult time with emotional affairs, but Mm -hmm. sexual affairs, um, because again, they're about what we tell men about masculinity, what we tell men about being um, a man and being the head of your household and what we tell men about sexuality and what that means to them as an individual. So you've, and this is going to sound worse than what, you know, what I mean it, but you've allowed another person into your body. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So someone you know, has penetrated mm-hmm. your yeah. body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When this was supposed to be all for me. Mm-hmm. basically. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. You know, the first thing that always pops up in my mind is songs. So you got songs like Sideline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got <laughs> Monica, you know, mm-hmm. you got that old Moke and Steph song. He's mine. You mm-hmm. may have had it once, but I got him all the time. You know, you, you have all these songs that's talking about the sexual aspects of it, but they not talking about, oh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, you only got his physical person. Oh, you thought that was okay? Like, yeah, he was over there, but who mm-hmm. he coming home to? Yeah. Both of y'all. Right. Technically. Right. Yes. Um, and I think what you were saying also about um, men or um, those that identify as men, that that is also true as well. But you do tend to see it to be kind of one-sided. It, it it's it's more of a breakdown that I've noticed, especially like in clients. They're like, mm-hmm. "How could you do this to me?" Mm-hmm. It's like this entitlement over the woman, and I don't know if that's still you know a throwback to the patriarchy of our society or the misogyny, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. respectability politics that are still going on. I don't really know what that is, but let's just say a lot of times when we have couples come in that. Um, maybe the husband or um, the male in the the situation cheated first or whatever, and then the woman cheated, whether it was agreed upon or not agreed upon. It's a whole other level Mm -hmm. of emotion, drama, revenge. Like, it's just, it's not the same. It's like, okay, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if y'all have watched this show, but... um, what is it called? Something about something, but it's something Huntsville. <laughs> Chemo brain, y'all. What's, I had it in my head. It's something, something about something. <laughs> <laughs> Some, I like that show. Something yeah. of marriage in Huntsville, married in Huntsville, something like that. But they have this couple on, well, they have several couples on there that I believe have extramarital affairs. But this couple called uh, Martell and Melody Holt. Like that's Ooh, their those names sound familiar for some reason. Yeah, that's their biggest thing on the show is that he has consistently cheated on his wife for years. The other, what, what was the title? The betray the affair partner. The affair partner has been with him for years. Full blown mistress has gotten pregnant by him a, maybe a couple of times, and wow. then this last time she said, "I'm not having, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know." Gonna do away with the baby, so I'm gonna keep it. Gotcha. And then the um, involved chunk the deuce. 
wow. went on about her life. She can't she couldn't take no more. And mm-hmm. they actually recently were on the Steve Harvey show. Uh, well, not them, but he was on the Steve Harvey show publicly apologizing for once about what he had done to her. Hmm. Wow. Were they involved or the uh, affair? The the husband in the in the relationship that wow. cheated. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. wow. So yeah. that's deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Very I so. agree with both of you ladies with your answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would take it even a little, a little dial back <laughs> as well, <laughs> just to say, usually I explain to my couples, like it's easier, not that it's easy, but easier for a woman to accept a man uh, having a sexual affair because like Dr. Strickland was saying earlier, there's no mm-hmm. attachment because we typically, um, I guess put men in this category of, Oh, they can have sex with anybody and not have any attachment to it mm-hmm. to them. But then uh, when they have an emotional affair, it's like, no, you've given this woman your heart because mm-hmm. now you're connecting with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then vice versa with the woman, if a, if a woman has sex with a man, I mean, yeah, have sex with the man. It's like, Oh, wait a minute. No, you already connected with him because typically women don't mm-hmm. have sex, you yeah. know, as easily mm-hmm. as men do. I know that's stereotyping, but I'm mm-hmm. just. And know. there's a spectrum. So, guys, please understand that even if we are saying something that sounds very traditional or stereotypical, that we understand that there's a spectrum yeah. to all of that. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard to capture all of the spectrums mm-hmm. on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So do just bear that in mind. Do yeah. y'all ever just kind of sit back and just think about like how stupid that is though, <laughs> to think that way. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you really think gender gives you enough reason to go do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When yeah. the only difference is body parts body parts and they really not different it's just some of them is internal <laughs> if, if we need to have an anatomy right the shaft and the clitoris mm-hmm. same thing <laughs> the testicles and the ovaries same thing okay <laughs> <laughs> one is an innie and one is an outie you know it's just and i'm not saying like strength and all that kind of stuff but i'm saying you are breaking but our the, body map is the same yes mm-hmm. the body map is the same but it's just crazy because you're breaking all of that down to a gender mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. makes no logical sense yeah like we're not we're not gonna do this or at least we're not gonna do this no more yeah i i I agree. <laughs> you know, what I think is funny, though, um, and I've talked with this with different people um, over the years, is that as progressive as we, and let me specifically talk about American society, as progressive as we like to believe we are, we are super traditional when it comes to how we act and behave. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we want equality or equity in so many areas, but then behind closed doors, we fall into this very, you know, 1940s mm-hmm. kind of mindset and believe things like that, that mm-hmm. because I am X gender, that that equals certain know, things, right? Yeah. Certain characteristics, certain demeanor, certain just persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, to continue with that, another one that we wanted to talk about that's similar to the emotional area of infidelity is cyber infidelity Mm -hmm. 
So cyber infidelity is basically when you keep your affair online. So this would be things like being in chat rooms, um, being on dating apps, but you never take the conversation off of the dating app. Um, things like Second Life. Um, and for those that are not sure what Second Life is, it's a, um, a live simulation almost mm-hmm. where you create an avatar of yourself and you actually live a different life online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pixies and yes, you can and work, stuff. you can, you know, purchase things. Like it literally is as if you are living a second life. Um, <laughs> that is so crazy to me, but okay. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it's literally, but you only keep things online. You never take it off. Um, so you will still do all of the same types of things. This may include stuff like sexting, um, sending pictures, but you're never going to actually meet this person in person. Mm-hmm. You know, this would also include, you know, webcam, video chat, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Only fans. Only fans. Oh, yeah. If I'm it's not that. approved in your contract. Mm-hmm. So again, cyber is you keep it all online or in some sort of web-based technology. Mm-hmm. So if you are one of those people who are is is in this type of uh, entanglement <laughs> <laughs> and you're wondering why your significant other is upset because mm-hmm. it's just on cyber, you can still have an emotional connection with someone. You know what I want to ask about cyber? Mm-hmm. About uh, pornography i was just about to say this includes mm-hmm. pornography if it and remember we're not saying anything is right or wrong what we're saying is if this has not been discussed and agreed upon then that is outside the contract that you have with that particular person mm-hmm. so that would include pornography i have a couple right now that one is all four pornography and then one that is like that is of satan like they are on so (laughs) 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 dr wall is on one today. okay so let me explain this y'all i started taking pre-workout so i'm like hype and they not (laughs) we're not ready we're not feeling it today we 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 need to get some of that energy we need some of that pre-workout it normally take me two weeks for my body to acclimate y'all know i'm so laid back and chill so it's like (laughs) (laughs) i love it but um they they are you know they've been coming to me for years and so we are just now at a place where they have come closer to the middle Mm -hmm. of what the one that is like that's of the devil is like okay well this is what i feel is acceptable this is what i feel is not acceptable and then this person that is all for it is like oh okay okay this this is what i like and this is what i don't like they're still in negotiation and it like i said mm-hmm. it's been years but it's because that particular couple is like digging their heels in they're very opinionated about everything so it takes longer but yeah pornography is part of that Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there and surprisingly there are a lot of women that are anti pornography. I cannot mm-hmm. tell you how many women I've come across in personal life as well through their uh, you know, doing therapy with people mm-hmm. that are very much so against pornography and it yeah. to them it is cheating. Well, and yeah. I think a lot for a lot of women it seems like men can't separate the women from the video or yeah video and real life 
because they want the woman to be like the woman in the video mm-hmm. or do what she's doing. And it's like, yeah. no. First of all, this is this is from the resident sex therapist. Most pornography is not real. It's not real. It is shot over days, sometimes weeks. That is not one take. It's not very interesting to uh, to a lot of women because of the nature mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the way it's filmed there's not saying that it's got to have like a whole storyline or anything like that but it's just mm, it, it it's not for stimulating someone, for a lot of people. right because i was gonna say for a lot of women it, it objectifies women and that's yes. something that we are not trying to be <laughs> mm-hmm. but there i always say there's to me this can be other people. There's a difference between pornography and erotica. So, you know, psych 101 lesson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pornography is going to be more your traditional, like, get it in, hardcore, no storyline, no nothing. It's just like horrible acting. Oh, um, <laughs> you feel like you're watching you a 70s show. Come and fix your pipes. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a hot mess. And so it's just like, it's a turn off after turn off after turn off. Now, I know a lot of non wombed people have the ability to turn that aspect off and just look at the visual. However, it also goes on, goes out to how people are raised socially. That's not the way women yeah. are yeah. raised yeah. normally. Wombed people are raised normally. And that is the way that a lot of non-wombed people are raised. So with women, once you get into the erotica, it's more um, nuanced. Red mm. shoe diaries. Red <laughs> shoe diaries. You get, even if it is like um, very specific and it gets to the point, it's like, you're not trying to hurt me. You're not trying to like mm-hmm. hurt me in a bad way. Let me let me preface that. Hurt me in a bad way. So there's a difference in those two. And people don't realize that. And then folks don't have that conversation because there's not a lot of sexual education that anybody gets. Mm-hmm. I agree with And that. then the only sex ed is typically the pornography. Yeah. And that's horrible. That'll yeah. scare you. Mm-hmm. scare everybody <laughs> be like oh this is what this is why did i do this uh-huh. yeah so i think that's something important to keep in mind so if you have a partner and when you're discussing and negotiating like what is infidelity for the terms of your relationship being understanding if you have a partner you know that is kind of leaning towards pornography is considered to be under the umbrella of cheating where that idea comes from you know mm-hmm. and really kind of explore that because if if you don't then you're just one, you're going to start trying to sneak around if you have the opposite, mm-hmm. you know, kind of uh, idea. But, you know, it doesn't help you connect and truly understand the other individual. So mm-hmm. that that's a definite conversation for y'all to have so that you can get the idea behind. Um, and once you have the idea behind, then maybe you will be able to come to some sort of agreement and mm-hmm. negotiate on, you know, what is appropriate since you both now have a understanding of each other's perspective. Mm-hmm. And then make sure the conversation happens because it can also cause insecurity in the involved with the involved person. Yep. Yeah. And you also just want to make sure that y'all on the same page, because mm-hmm. if y'all not, these are discussions you should technically be having before you get married to somebody mm-hmm. like, and if y'all not on the same page and this is going to be, a problem the entire time y'all are together one person mm-hmm. believes in doing it the other person doesn't so maybe that's not your person and this mm-hmm. actually is a conversation you should be having before you start actually dating monogamously 
There's lots, lots of conversations. conversations. <laughs> <laughs> People just don't like thing. to talk. Nope. Y'all better get y'all talk on. If we got to talk about it, it's not going to happen organically. Don't nothing happen organically unless you plan for it. Right? <laughs> Self-evolution. That's different. And even we make, well, don't get me started. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of sex. Yes, that's the next one. You yeah. Want, you want to jump into that? Sure. Uh, so what I would even call this kind of like an umbrella one, but mm-hmm. um, you have sexual affairs. So this is what most people think of traditionally when they hear the word affair, cheating slash infidelity, because those are all pretty much used interchangeably. Um, so this is, you know, the, the, again, we understand this is stereotypical, but most people, when they think of those, they think of a man that's married to a woman. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he has an affair with the secretary Mm-hmm. or some woman he meets at a bar you know and mm-hmm. they have this you know like torrid affair for you know a couple of years before the wife finds out mm-hmm. so that's what most people think of when they think of sexual affairs like that's yes. the tradition yeah. mm-hmm. meeting at the hotel room yeah you know that kind of stuff yeah now when we say sexual we mean penetrative sex we mean oral sex we mean kissing we mean holding hands we mean touching your booties like Mm -hmm. anything that is related to the physical person of someone that is not in the contract with you that is sexual cheating Mm -hmm. what about um fantasy like because this was not part of our research but just thinking about that i'm like you know fantasizing about someone else outside of your relationship Mm-hmm. I normally put that into the like emotional and sexual like mm-hmm. I'll combine it but just because with my couples I'm like these are things that you need to discuss are fantasies okay is I mean I say this because people don't discuss stuff now I feel like you shouldn't be policing and Agreed. I mean that with that word, just like that, you should not be policing your partner. There should be freedom in your relationship. And typically what I see in couples is they haven't had enough conversations like we were talking about a minute ago. So then they end up being like, you can't do this. You can't. They can do whatever they want to do, technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is do the, are they willing to sacrifice you in order to do what they want to do? Mm. That's what they have to ask themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And And the thing about that is if, you know, some I think because conversations are not had in relationships, sometimes you don't know. Maybe your significant other is down with the fantasies. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot. Come on, uh, Dr. Jones Hines. <laughs> <laughs> Spice it on okay. up. <laughs> the newly married lady. <laughs> now, what I will say, your biggest sex organ is your brain. It is. Mm -hmm. So if you are not allowing yourself to have some fantasies now, okay, you might have to train your mind, you know, because you're going from being uncoupled to coupled. So that's different. You know, y'all have to have those conversations, but have fantasies. Think about stuff. Don't just have the same two moves and then it's done because y'all not going to be having a lot of sex. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about some of that in a a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you know, I do think that some of that is what also leads to stepping outside of mm-hmm. relationships, you know, that dissatisfaction with the sexual parts of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go ahead and get this out the way. <laughs> and whoever in the comments don't agree, I'm going to die on this hill. Okay. <laughs> die. 
there is no excuse to step outside of your relationship. If you guys have said that you're going to be exclusively monogamous, it doesn't matter what traumas, it doesn't matter what arguments you guys have, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if y'all haven't had sex in five years, there is no reason for you to step outside of your relationship because you are making an active choice to hurt your partner. Yeah. Because you know if they find out about this, it is going to devastate them. Yeah. And by intentionally monogamous, she also means intentionally polygamous as well. Yes. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's your contract. Yes. yes. So whatever relationship type you mm-hmm. have, based off the rules that have been set up and the definitions of infidelity, affairs, cheating, mm-hmm. if you step outside of that, there is no, in my mind, now that you're not going to find this in no clinical book nowhere, this is purely, this is Rashonda, this is not Dr. Strickland. <laughs> there is no justification for that because you you know that this behavior is going to hurt your partner and you've made an active decision every step of the way, mm-hmm. knowing that this, when they find out, because as old folks say, was done in the dark, comes to light. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the light, it's going to hurt them. You have many other opportunities. You have many other decisions that you can make about how to address the needs in your relationship that include counseling, conversations, leaving. Mm -hmm. Choosing to hurt your partner does not have to be one of them. I agree with that. Leave me. I'd rather be on the flow crying, toe up, and owning the fact that I couldn't satisfy you versus... I couldn't satisfy you, didn't know, you blamed me, you betrayed me, you were deceptive, and then you cheated on me. I'd mm-hmm. rather, che- rather you tell me so that I can still respect you, especially yes. if there are children involved. Yeah. Let me Leave me so that I can still respect you and have a cordial relationship with you as opposed to you cheat. Because see, if you cheat on me. Fonny coming out. That, f- Fonny. Not even Lafanya, <laughs> Fanny is yeah. going to be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all got you know other other people in us. Mm-hmm. Please don't make them other people come out because you gonna have to you gonna have to deal with your consequences and they're not gonna be pretty unless you got somebody that's just gonna lay lay down and don't care. But that ain't us. And yeah. then my other thing too, if you are one of those people who have cheated and you are trying to reckon your significant other decided you know they may try to reconcile it with you the thing about that is don't make it their fault because like dr strickland said that was your choice mm-hmm. a choice you weren't did nobody put a gun in your head you, it was a choice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then since you made the choice, don't make it my fault that that's the choice that you made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a prompt. Prom- um, go ahead. No. So what I, the thing I was going to kind of piggyback off on what you both are saying, you know, I think people get caught up in having a reason versus an explanation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And those are different. There mm-hmm. are difference differences. So versus a justification, mm-hmm. you know, Yes, you can have a reason and an explanation for why you did what you did and why you made the choice that you made, but it doesn't justify the choice. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could have a sexless marriage. You could have uh, an emotionally abusive marriage. You Mm -hmm. could have um, an emotionally distant, um, let me not say marriage, let me just say committed relationship. Um, You know, all of these things could be happening in your type of relationship. Mm -hmm. So those are reasons. And the reasons are valid, but the reasons don't 
just like they say the ends don't justify the means the mm-hmm. reasons and the explanations don't justify the behavior mm-hmm. so the thing is is even though those explanations may be real you have to play the tape all the way through like yeah. i tell my addicts mm-hmm. <laughs> play the tape all the way through you know that if you start get on this website i'm gonna just use website you get on this website you start communicating with someone y'all continue to communicate on a daily basis then you decide that you're gonna meet okay y'all gonna meet the first time and just have a drink and have a dinner next time you're gonna meet at a hotel next time you, y'all just gonna kiss and just kind of talk in the hotel next time y'all gonna start taking each other close next time you're you're, you're bodies are going to be touching so mm-hmm. you you got to play the t- and then next time your wife gonna find or your significant other is gonna find out next you know you got to mm-hmm. play the tape all the way through yep. to the consequences so that you can then begin to make different decisions whether or not it's going it's going to be to end the the committed relationship that you're in and move mm-hmm. on or if you're just going to start communicating and tell say what it is that you're not um receive it in the relationship that you need mm-hmm. and you end you, up like Maya on girlfriends yeah and if you continue to not receive it after you've made your case for what is missing mm-hmm. then you make the decision on whether you're going to accept that lack of change or whether you're going to move on and move forward with your life because yeah. just because you communicate it it doesn't mean that they're going to change they might but it doesn't mean they have to Mm-mm. and you have to make that choice do you need this need met or is it something you can live without and that's only a decision you can make you know mm-hmm. i'm not i ain't gonna be able to be in a sexless marriage okay i ain't gonna <laughs> be able to do it that's not my cross to bear okay now that i can have legal <laughs> not legal <laughs> legal she said legal <laughs> girl how old are you <laughs> You're legal been there for a minute. <laughs> well, I got the papers on this one. She said, no. Remember we was talking about staking claim before? <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to give an example of that. So the difference between justification or your explanation slash reason would be like, you know, well, you didn't do this for me. You didn't give me this. You didn't give me that. That's a justification versus I was not getting my need met and instead of me coming to you I chose to step outside of the marriage and I want to apologize for that even though I know I've hurt you I had to y'all hear that applause let me do it again (laughs) that is how you Dr. Dr. Wall I wish you could say that whole sentence again I I can't remember chemo brain but y'all know my heart y'all hit you know back about 30 seconds on (laughs) use that as your example yeah because that did not justify you by blaming the other person Mm -hmm. you didn't make it their fault you just said that your needs weren't being met so i decided to go step out and do something else to Mm -hmm. get my need met Mm -hmm. without because i didn't talk to you about it first yeah it's like what we were talking about with um malcolm and marie how he didn't get what he needed mm. to say to her yeah. until mm-hmm. the very end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily she wasn't going nowhere, but to the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And if he had been doing that at the beginning of the night, that whole movie would have been over. <laughs> okay. Five minutes. Two minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> two minute, two minute film. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think 
one of the things that we also have to keep in mind that outside of, you know, when people think of infidelity and, you know, any type of stepping outside of a relationship, that it's more than just the romantic slash emotional uh, aspects of the relationship. Yes, it is. So one of the more kind of alternative types of infidelity that a lot of people don't talk about is uh, financial infidelity. Mm-hmm. And financial infidelity is is anything under the umbrella where you, you know, are deceitful in some way about the amount of debt that you have. Um, you don't, you know, disclose how much income you have or if you have assets and yeah. this person doesn't know if you're squandering away money mm. and, you know, kind of um, mm. that also if you are st- stacking provisions and your uh, partner doesn't know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. why would you not? have your own money but why you gotta hide it mm-hmm. like it's okay for you if you a traditional person you can have a joint account and a separate account it's okay or if you are not you mm-hmm. can still have a joint home account where all the, the collective bills go mm-hmm. yeah and then have it separate i have a couple right now well not a couple i have an individual that is married right now that is you know considering you know no longer being with their significant other and when they went to their little consultation found there was millions oh wow millions yeah and i'm like oh yeah oh yeah financial (laughs) infidelity is a real thing you know this includes spending money you know Mm. outside of what you guys have agreed to yeah you know this it also includes consistently overdrafting Mm -hmm. you know your um your accounts you know so there's a lot of ways that you can you know be infidelis infidelish <laughs> i don't know if i made you can it. be wrong in your relationship <laughs> yes <laughs> um because it it definitely it's a disadvantage to your partner and it creates a sense of distrust and secrecy and, and instability mm-hmm. in mm. your partner and if anybody any of y'all grew up poor or gone without that's gonna be an area you really not gonna be okay Especially if your significant other is someone who grew up poor and you're the one that's hiding it. Oh, that that is not a good situation because Mm -hmm. now they like you, Dr. Strickland was saying, they don't feel secure and they don't feel they feel like at any moment in time, they can be back in the situation, especially if they build themselves up. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, girl, wake up, everything gone. Oh, you got to die. (laughs) 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 Cannot. Okay. Yeah, that's that's scary. Yeah, that's it is hard. very scary, you know, and I again, this is one of those alternative ones that people don't think about because when they hear the word infidelity, they immediately go to extramarital, extra, you know, mm. the traditional, um, you know, definition the of the traditional it. definition and they don't think yeah. about other ways that you can be deceitful in your relationship that has an element of betrayal to it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can combine some of these. Mm-hmm. Um, we Now, we do have a last one before we get into that. But the last one is platonic. And mm-hmm. this, a lot of people don't think of it this way. Um, but this is how a lot of infidelity starts. It starts with a conversation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's like, there's nothing wrong with having friends. We're not saying that. But you do need to be cognizant of the fact that you also have a significant other. And mm-hmm. so there has to be some balance. There has to be some acceptance that, okay, I need to take this other person into consideration, not 
to completely change everything about your life, but Mm -hmm. consideration. And so the platonic ends up being those conversations and friendships that go way beyond what they're supposed to do to where your significant other feels like an outsider to y'all's relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, one of the things I know I'm newly married, but, (laughs) (laughs) but one of the things that I found for myself because, and I don't know if you ladies think the same, but because I know what we do for a living, it'll be easy for someone of the opposite sex or or same sex either, but someone of the opposite sex to connect to us because Mm -hmm. of what we do. We're conversationalists as well. Mm -hmm. And so I, for me, I just found, find it, it will be easier for me to not have friends of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. because I know what I'm capable of mm-hmm. and how people, cause even when, before I got married, I mean, well, even before I met my husband, I had a lot of homeboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a lot of them. <laughs> and I was quite fine with them just being my homeboy. It wasn't nothing else involved. It was just them being my homeboy. And when my husband came into my life, he was like, yep, nope. He like you. And he like you. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that it's the same thing that we were saying earlier is depending on the relationship that you're in and what that person is comfortable with. But um, I have homeboys that I'm super close to. Y'all met one of them, you know, at the wedding and he's always going to be in my life, but there will be a time where I have to change the way we interact. It ain't going to be no more. Okay. We can, you know, share a hotel room and nothing is going to, pop off mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. no it's gonna be some popping it's not gonna be a good situation so you know i have to be respectful of that you know he mm-hmm. could he could still come but that means he gonna be over there i'm gonna be over here mm-hmm. like we probably gonna have to both bring significant others and things like that but what i will say when you have those close like tried and true relationships you just have to make sure that you lead um, mm-hmm. your romantic relationship discussing these are people that are important to me and if this is going to be an issue for you you need to let me know because you're going to have to go mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. and then that person can negotiate because it's not just the I throw my stuff out there and then they don't get to counter it no yeah. then your significant other can counter that and be like okay I hear what you're saying this is what I would prefer to see kind of change in that relationship. It'll make me feel more comfortable. I also want to spend, you know, time with both of y'all. I want to get to know him, make sure we form a good connection, Mm -hmm. but certain relationships just ain't going to be able to fly. Right. And you, and that's what I was just going to say. You have Mm -hmm. to be mindful of those relationships where, even if you don't have any romantic feelings for that person, if they they have it, yes. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's what my husband was (laughs) suggesting. Mm -hmm. He peeped it. Yep. He so said, I, Mm-mm, I saw them eyes. Uh-huh. Opposite I, sex or same sex. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this can even happen with when you talk about same sex, you know, that's my best friend. That's my best friend. <laughs> that can happen. You know what I'm saying? It's still, again, it's not a sexual infidelity, but it is an emotional mm-hmm. one on some level. Yes. So if yeah. you are telling your bestie things that you know that your um, significant other would not be comfortable with, yep. even if your bestie is of the same sex, it still has an element of being um an infidelity type of situation. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not the traditional sense of what most people think in that word of that word, mm-hmm. but yeah. there are elements and traits of that kind of being watch. present. Yeah. And let me put this caveat out there because I know it's some churchy people out there saying, well, married people shouldn't be hanging out 
with single people. That is not true. First of all, <laughs> when I do get married, my husband can't be my everything. No. He cannot. I have to have friends. I have to have my mama. I have to have parental figures and things of that nature. I have to have my ladies that are on the podcast with me. If I, for some reason, some toxic, dysfunctional reason, think that I need to get all of that stuff from my husband, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing with the the single, can't hang out with single friends. I've had, I, obviously, I just got married. So all mm-hmm. of my friends were married. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the one, I was the one friend that my, my friend's husbands would be like, yeah, uh, what the fuck? You ain't going with the fuck? Okay. What, what exactly. you doing? My husband <laughs> <laughs> loves the <laughs> yes. And so I love Derek. He did not. He be like, when do not talk about work when y'all hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do not talk about work. Mm-hmm. Go be friends. Yep. Exactly. Because I mean, if that was the case, this podcast wouldn't be happening. Right. True. And and that's what I was just saying. We're not, I'm not. We're not getting ready to disconnect our relationship with Doctor Wall. Because um, first of all, I wish we I would. I know, right? <laughs> we would be the first ones to I be like, uh, "Where issues. is Derek at? That ain't what he wants you to be doing. Okay. Where mm-hmm. is Rodney at? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm calling. I'm mm-hmm. calling." Because yeah. we know we're going to hold each other accountable and be like, yeah, that ain't what you need to be yeah. doing, ma'am. Yep. Exactly. You just got to make sure you got your discernment on on lock because everybody in your corner or well, everybody in your circle ain't in your corner. That's yes. Right. You got to remember that. But that's married or single. Right. Oh, absolutely. You just have to make sure the single people that you hanging out with are single people that's mature. Yes. And I'm not trying to pull you into the single life. Right. Because, you know, how positive and negative, you know, those two signs pull each other, you Mm -hmm. know, positive and positive repel, negative and negative repel. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from a magnetism standpoint. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have an individual, if you have single friends and they want to get you involved in the, you know, quote unquote, single lifestyle, but you are in a committed relationship, you really got to think about, you know, not whether you need to end the friendship. So I don't think that that's necessary, but mm-hmm. you got to, you know, make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Right. You may not be able to go to go to the club with them every time. Mm-hmm. You may be able to go if they doing like a laid back, like lounge one, but not maybe like the right. DJ one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because we ain't got no freaknicks going on around no. here. Right. Not unless we all go into a workshop with our significant <laughs> others or something like we got you got to be careful and that's yeah. that's even with your uh married people or your committed people yeah that's true too because if you have married because you can have couple friends and one person and a couple mm, friends yep it's about Hot to be mess. one of these types of cheaters that we're about to talk about mm-hmm. you can have a couple friend that's one of these types yeah. and they'll mm-hmm. try to pull you too yeah how you out here wrong mm-hmm. all wrong so since i did a little segue uh so let's talk about types mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we okay. got a few different ones i ain't okay. got no type <laughs> <laughs> which then literally listed the type that he likes. yes <laughs> so dumb all right so the first type of infidelity is opportunistic mm-hmm. and this one is basically just what it says you have you're in a situation or circumstance and the opportunity arises arises literally and so it's it's basically like you're doing some risk-taking behavior alcohol and drugs are sometimes involved it's just a mess Mm -hmm. these would be Mm -hmm. things like one night stands Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i call them one night cheap stands (laughs) that too (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like look oh what's that over there got him 
Uh, yeah. So it just falls in your lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's what opportunistic is. I'm sorry. We're y'all. being such 12 year olds today. <laughs> Love it. You know, this is right up my alley. I can't wait to create a separate podcast where we can just let our hair loose and we're not being doctors. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. Do we have any more to add to that? No, I feel like that one's pretty self explanatory. <laughs> See? That one is self explanatory. Uh, you know, and like we said, an opportunity presented itself. You took the opportunity. Um, you know, it's not, it could be a consistent thing where many different opportunities over a course of time present themselves, or it could literally be one time you, you know, had a little bit too much to drink and, you know, some stuff popped up, some stuff popped up, but I think that was pretty, you know, straightforward. Mm-hmm. So the second one is obligatory infidelity. And this one is basically you are afraid of rejection. So since that opportunity has presented itself or you you don't want to feel. Um, uh, what is my word? Oh, you have a sense of a, a need for approval. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to experience that rejection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see this a lot in like office culture um, mm-hmm. when someone mm-hmm. of power hits on someone and they're like, if I don't do this, I'll lose my job. So it is a form of sexual harassment can be assault. It's a form of coercion as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And oh, go ahead, Dr. Also, you know, I, the thing I was going to add about this one is that, you know, a lot of times a person that engages in kind of obligatory um, cheating this is in contrast to, you know, kind of what they mm-hmm. truly feel and believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they would not normally be someone that would have an affair or cheat with somebody. But like we said, fear of rejection, mm-hmm. need for approval, mm-hmm. need to uh, keep or attain status. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kinds of reasons. Again, not justified, but <laughs> uh, nope. but there are all kinds of reasons. Yeah. This one is also very similar to one of the cognitive distortions that we talked about um, called reaction formation. Mm. And that's basically when you have an internal drive or an, you know, an internal thought and, but you behave in a way that's inconsistent with what is going on inside. So the example we gave back then was, you know, how people say, if he hits you, he likes you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, he, you know, hit me because I get on his nerves. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> not because mm-hmm. he likes me mm-hmm. but yeah okay and then the this next one is the traditional romantic infidelity and that's you know the sexual mm-hmm. i feel like we've kind of gone yeah, relational we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah okay and then the next one is conflicted romantic and this one is when you have uh, an intense romantic love for multiple people at the same time so that thing of well I love both of y'all I can't make a decision according to this one I'm not gonna say I believe it Mm -hmm. but according to this one (laughs) that is what that one is and this is not palandry or uh you know polyamory or Mm -hmm. polygamy or you know just polyamorous polyamorous relationships because that is you guys have made a decision together to be with multiple people Yeah. yeah what I see a lot in my 
uh, personal clients is they realize at this point that they are actually polyamorous and instead of them not acting on it and going and discussing that with their partner they go ahead and act on it and that creates the deceit and the betrayal instead of discussing that now you have to realize if you do decide that you want to be polyamorous that doesn't mean that you go ahead and act on it regardless of what your partner says that means you are going to have to get out of the relationship that you are in and find other people who are poly that's that's the the slang word um so that y'all can enjoy multiple people together Mm -hmm. yeah i think the other ones that kind of fall under this category we um are like the womanizer Mm -hmm. or the man eater Mm. yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) the man eater yeah because i mean (laughs) women do it too yeah we definitely not gonna put up yeah everybody be out here just sometimes doing their thugism we don't gender (laughs) stuff like this right wrong is wrong it Mm -hmm. is yeah Mm-hmm. And then I believe my last one is com- y'all know this one's going my brain and my <laughs> lips don't do right together. <laughs> <laughs> Commemorative Look at infidelity. You. Bam, first try. Get it with we it. don't even got to cut that. I know. <laughs> All right, and this one is um there is no sexual d- desire, love or attachment. It's like you're together out of obligation. Mm-hmm. when we were talking a little bit earlier interns this was when we were saying people that have been married for like you know 20 30 40 years you know all of a sudden just randomly get divorced or like when the kids go off to college you know they just leave each other because you know they like you know what we we've been doing this too long the dim- <laughs> like i just i can't stand you and i'm just ready to be out of here yeah. but the difference with, with this one is these people stay together mm-hmm. and versus leaving each other they say you know what I'm tired of this and I deserve better. I deserve more because you being a lazy blah, 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 or you ain't giving it up like you used to. So you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get mine. Yep. That's this one. Mm. Yep. There you go. And the thing is they truly believe it. Mm-hmm. Again, we talked about reasons and explanations versus justification. This would be the justification realm. Like this, mm-hmm, this yeah. individual truly believes that because their partner is being deficient in some way that they deserve to whatever it, it is, elsewhere. right. That mm-hmm. they want, which no, you will see a lot of, um, narcissistic individuals fall in this category. I was just going to say that <laughs> now this does not mean just because we say narcissistic, that that means you have a narcissistic personality disorder. You can exhibit narcissistic traits and not necessarily have the disorder. So you will see a lot of people that exhibit narcissistic traits that fall in this category. You may also find people that uh, fall under the antisocial umbrella uh, fall under this one as well because of that sense of entitlement and that, you know, people. And I would even say histrionic. Oh, for sure. So histrionic. So when we were in school, (laughs) we were kind of taught that narcissists are usually men and histrionics are usually women so it's mm-hmm. kind of like the opposite yeah the yin and the yang and borderlines and, oh yeah, and yeah borderlines oh yeah or individuals with borderline personality disorder to be a little bit more uh politically correct but yes mm-hmm. um yeah i would say remember we talked before about wild weird wild weird and wary yes. so your wilds are gonna fall here Mm-hmm. you know in your commemorative because i'm going to use whatever i can internally to give myself the out that what i'm doing is okay 
because I'm I'm not getting what I need. It's mm-hmm. a very self-centered, selfish um, stance to take because I it's you know it's I don't have what I want. I don't get what I need. You're not doing this enough for me. You're not treating me like you used to. Mm-hmm. You're not doing this, and I want mm-hmm. insert whatever it is out after that. So because that, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, as we've talked before this and what we'll talk about next session, I think we should probably kind of let everybody know that we're going to do a, a slight series um, for the month of April. You guys have already listened to um, hopefully <laughs> <laughs> our session on the love languages and his needs, her needs. Um, as of course, this one is about infidelity. Um, and next session we're talking about, you know, after you've experienced, um, an affair in your relationship on whether you're going to stay or, um, go because either of those choices are options. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, for the movie mental breakdown for this month, we will be reviewing both. (laughs) Why did I get married? So both of them, both of them. Now that, that, yeah, that breakdown might be a little bit different because it'll be five hours long if we try to go scene by scene between both both movies. So we're not going to do that to y'all or ourselves. Uh, So, but we will be breaking down both of those. So just to kind of keep you in line, we have a theme for the month about um, relationships and just kind of things that happen in relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So then outside of um, the ones that uh, Dr. Uh, J.H. just <laughs> listed there. Oh, before I'm sorry, before mm-hmm. you say your last name, I want to go back to the opportunistic one as well, sure. because that one can um, remind you of the uh, impulsivity or risk taking from the mania of bipolar as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very hypersexual. Mm hmm. Uh, so then there's a couple of other types of affairs or um, infidelity states. And the this one is called the exit affair. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the one that just gets you out of the marriage. It re- I mean, that's the most simple way to describe it. Mm-hmm. I don't want you no more, but I can't think of a way to get out versus, you know, just or I don't want to be the blame or I don't. Well, I mean, you still going to be the blame. I know, but, but I don't want to be the bad. I don't want to be seen as a bad person, which you will still be seen as a bad person. Mm-hmm. But if I say I want a divorce, it's like I'm automatically seen as the bad person. But if yeah. I just have the affair, it's like I'm seen as the bad person. But now we got a reason to leave me. Now mm-hmm. you got a reason to leave me. You force their hand. Yeah. Yes, because mm, you make a very good point there because saying I want a divorce is I'm taking ownership that this is what I want. Mm-hmm. If I have an affair and you say I want to divorce, that relieves the pressure off of me. Mm-hmm. And now I get to get away scot-free mm-hmm. without actually addressing that I really wanted to leave you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, look at that projection. <laughs> it's still up and through. <laughs> yes. I get why people do it, but it, it really don't make no sense, y'all. Just leave. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know why that's so hard for people. Um, mm. And then one of uh, the next one would be a uh, sexual addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you know anything about addiction and if you go back and listen to our sessions on addiction, <laughs> um, you know, this will tell you a lot about this one. This is, you know, kind of uncontrollable urges. You know, this is going to have some serious implications uh, on your daily living, you know, occupational, social, 
emotional, all that. So just understand, just because you're a person that have that like to have sex a lot, it doesn't mean that you have a sex addiction. No. Sex addictions are when your life is dis or not not just sex addiction. Addiction is when your life is disrupted because of this said thing that you're continuing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a certain amount of time. Yes. With a certain amount of consequences that come from that. Like it's not just, oh, I like a lot of that. No, that's not what that is. Yeah. Examples of this may include like, you know, you're sneaking off the job to go into the bathroom to handle some um, individualized uh, activities, activities. (laughs) Uh, You may be, um, you know, having relations with uh, street workers Mm -hmm. um, in a risky situation Mm -hmm. and don't care and don't care. And or it may not be that you don't care. You just haven't played the tape all the way through to know that there are natural consequences that's going to come with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this may be excessive watching of uh, pornography, you know, and to- you go into the bathroom or watch them in watch it in inappropriate areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're sitting at the, the red light and on your infotainment center, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you got, you know, some brazers in the background, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to be. Yeah. That's Mm-mm. not that's not a healthy Mm-mm. thing to be doing. Mm-mm. And you're probably going to get stopped. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is the point is it's going to seep into pretty much every area of your life. You know, your mm-hmm. family relationships, your romantic, your friendships, your occupational. Like it's really going to infiltrate and negatively impact you severely. That's addiction. If you just like, like I said earlier, if you just like it a lot, then that's not necessarily an addiction. No. Mm-hmm. And then uh, lastly, we have sanctioned affairs. Mm-hmm. Bet you guys didn't think we was going to talk about that. huh? <laughs> uh, I know we got to say the best for last. So a sanctioned affair is when you and your partner, if you are in either a monogamous, because this one would be mostly related to a monogamous relationship, because if mm-hmm. you are polyamorous, you are already engaging in multiple relationships. Um that you have given your partner permission um, to step outside of the relationship in some way. So this, what we would call socially the hall pass, mm-hmm. you know, and we've all, if you've been in a committed relationship, you've been, you done said this before. Well, you know, if I meet Jason Momoa <laughs> and I know Lisa Bonet might, you know, whoop my behind, but hmm. you know, if I was to meet Jason Momoa, like I need you to let that happen. <laughs> that's a hall pass yeah Mm -hmm. you know of course that's just a you know fantasy but there are real life you know situations where that does occur where you Mm -hmm. and your partner Mm -hmm. say okay well you and you know old girl are okay but not this one this may include threesomes um or menage a trois uh (laughs) what else would fall into this category Shoot, anything that's a hall pass. I mean, it's it's up to the swingers. couple, really. Swingers. Yeah. Yep, uh-huh. that would fall uh, under this category as well. Yeah. yeah. So this is when there are, again, you've been given permission and there's an understanding that we are in a committed relationship, generally monogamous, but you will step outside for this particular reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So now that you know all about affairs... <laughs> 
tell us what you think. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Did you even know that there were so many different types, the different ways, and you know all that kind of stuff? Because again, when people think of fairy, they think you know, uh, they really kind of just boils down to one way. Yeah. Man steps out on woman. Midlife crisis kind of thing, uh, <laughs> or woman is dissatisfied at home she and born. lonely. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then she steps out. But, you know, there's multiple ways. It's a very complex kind of uh, set of circumstances. It's There are complex reasons why people do this and behind it. But, again, you have to be responsible for the choices that you make and understand that if you've made a commitment to a person and you have designed uh, certain rules and, you know, understandings between you, then you got to operate within that. And if you no longer want to, then, you know, the best thing that you can do for them is to leave them alone. And we always end off with a quote. Mm-hmm. This one will be brought to you by Dr. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> this quote is from an anonymous source this time. And it reads, most people cheat because they're paying more attention to what they're missing rather than what they have. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.